Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. What's hidden in many foods you eat but can be a killer? It may surprise you, but it's old-fashioned salt. To learn more about how salt can assault you, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is Dr. James Rohack. He's a practicing cardiologist and a board member of the American Medical Association. Dr. Rohack, welcome to the show. Tell us about this new campaign that the American Medical Association has undertaken regarding sodium. Well, one of the things we recognize as the American Medical Association is ways that we can help our physicians help patients. And we recognize the number one cause of death in the United States is cardiovascular disease, which includes heart attack and stroke. One of the big risk factors for that is high blood pressure. And in fact, 65 million Americans have high blood pressure. The sobering statistic of that 65 million, only about a third or 20 million actually have it under control. The remaining third either know about it and don't have it under control or don't have a clue that they have high blood pressure. So what we looked at was what are some of the causes of high blood pressure? And one of them is salt or excessive sodium in the diet. And how much of a role does that play in blood pressure overall for someone? Well, certainly there's individuals that are more sensitive than others, but if you take just a normal individual and you give them excessive amounts of salt, their body is going to retain water to maintain the neutral balance. And as that increased blood volume pushes on the walls of the blood vessels, it increases blood pressure. And this is something that occurs over time, so it can take decades in the 20s, 30s, and 40s as this builds up that you don't start developing the hypertension until your 40s, 50s, and 60s. Why we're concerned about it is that right now in the United States, over 75% of the sodium that somebody gets is usually in processed foods or what they eat in the restaurants. For example, fried chicken can range between 900 to 2,000 milligrams of sodium depending upon which fried chicken dinner you get. And so you can have your total salt load in just one serving of something that's fairly common. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've asked the Food and Drug Administration to take away the label that they currently have for salt, which is called generally recognized as safe, and by removing that, they then can get involved in appropriate labeling of processed foods, assuring that restaurants label the foods that you're eating, whether it's high in sodium or not, just so that you as a consumer pretty much know what the heck you're taking and know how best to take care of yourself. Yeah, as a consumer now, when you go into a restaurant, is there any way to know what is in the food you're eating? Well, pretty much unless the restaurant is one of the enlightened ones that actually lists the ingredients, it's very difficult to tell. We've asked the restaurants, as well as the processed food manufacturers, canned soups, processed meats, to voluntarily reduce the amount of sodium that they put in those foods by 50% over the next 10 years. So, you know, we've reached out to try and ask not only those that are producing the foods to, hey, help us, help patients, but also ask our Food and Drug Administration to get engaged so that they can have, on the labels when you go down the store, you pretty much know fairly quickly what's high or not in sodium. 
How much sodium does the average American take into their body as opposed to how much their body really needs? Well, when we take a look at what's called the recommended amount, the recommended amount for someone between the ages of 18 and 50 is roughly about 1,500 milligrams of sodium a day. Now, roughly that's about a teaspoon of salt. As we get older, because we're less active, that can drop down to over the age of 50, about 1,200 milligrams a day. The average American consumes 4,000 milligrams a day. Wow. So that's why we're very concerned. I'm a cardiologist, and so I also take care of people who have heart failure, and many times their heart failure is because of high blood pressure or heart disease they've had for many years. They become extremely sensitive to salt, and so that if they get excessive sodium, they wind up getting fluid in their lungs, have difficulty of breathing, and many times winding up being hospitalized because of that. Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. James Rohack from the American Medical Association, which recently came out with some new concerns about the high levels of salt in the American diet. Just because a product says it's heart-healthy on a grocery store shelf, that doesn't necessarily have any bearing at all on how much sodium is in there, does it? Well, and that's the reason that we've asked for better labeling. Certainly, you can see now the latest concern is trans fats or low cholesterol. But when you look at sodium, the only thing that talks about low sodium many times is the company that has a normal product and then the same product that they've reduced the sodium. So they'll say, well, gee, this can of green beans is low sodium. Well, low sodium compared to what? Well, it's compared to their normal product, which may or may not be high, and even though it's low, again, because the FDA doesn't regulate that, we don't know how best to label that. And what we're asking for is that when you walk down the aisle, if something has high sodium in it, then there ought to be, for example, a red salt shaker on the front of the label. Very quickly, you can say, ooh, that one's a little bit high, I better not take that. What kind of effect on our nation's health would we see if Americans took these new recommendations to heart? Well, when you take a look at, again, a third of the Americans not being aware with hypertension and knowing that sodium in some individuals is a major contributor, what we would be looking at from a population standpoint is decreasing one of those risk factors that lead to heart attacks as well as strokes. We also find that in a particular population, for example, in blacks, the black race has a higher tendency for hypertension that is salt sensitive. So when you look at just the simple data that more blacks have strokes and they tend to be devastating, if we can reduce the sodium so that people that are unaware of their food and wind up having a lot of food that's processed, it would actually help them in the long run to prevent devastating illnesses that they get at young ages. Any final advice for why shopping for consumers? Well, bottom line is is that if you have high blood pressure and you know about it, pay attention to your sodium. If you don't know if you've got hypertension, it doesn't take very long to find that out by getting your blood pressure checked. And again, if you've got a family history of hypertension, you're at higher risk. And even though you may not have it yet, it's never too early to start preventing a problem by paying attention to the sodium that's in the food. As I tell my patients, when you pick up something that's canned or something that's packaged, 
look at the label, and if salt is in the first four items listed, right off the bat, you can say that's got a lot of sodium, and think about if you can get something else. I hate to paint the picture, but it's not unusual that many of these folks who are elderly may live by themselves. They're not going to sit down necessarily and prepare a big meal. So from a convenience standpoint, sometimes it's easier to get things that are prepared and packaged. But if they're taking stuff that's fairly high in sodium and they don't know about it, next thing you know, they're dialing 911 because they can't breathe. Again, that's a preventable thing that we think that the restaurants and the food packaging industry needs to kind of step up and help our country deal with problems as a result of the hidden salt. And we believe it can be done. We think the FDA, if they remove the label of generally recognized as safe so they can be engaged in labeling foods right so you can understand what's going on, we can not only help with hypertension but also with heart failure and pulmonary edema. Good information. Dr. James Rohack, a cardiologist and board member of the American Medical Association. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.